0: Welcome to Fandoms Gone Wrong. I'm Charlie. And I'm Carrie. And this week we are talking about H2O again. Woo! Season 2. Season 2 of H2O. Or as they call it over there,
1: Series 2.
0: Yeah, that's true. You know, we're we're just the obnoxious Americans. Uh.
1: But we love those Australians with their fun accents.
0: (laughs) That's why we keep coming back to the Australian shows. We just... Maybe someday Between we to uh, that... cover Dance Academy,
1: too. Between that and the fact that most of them are shot near the beach or the water, because, you know, everybody in Australia lives near the beach. Not really, but mm-hmm. that's okay. All the best TV shows show them at the beach.
0: Exactly. You know, nothing happens in the outback. It's all just the beach. There yeah. is no outback. There is a show about that, I believe. But I, I, we don't watch it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: All right, no. Mother, do you have... um? Do you, do you have a synopsis for us like a little
1: Yes. What what So what's first I want to, I want to start off by showing reminding everybody where we left off. Season end of season they're 1. They're mermaids. They they're <laughs> mermaids again. They were almost captured or they were captured. They were almost used as an experiment, but they saved the day. They're all good. They're mermaids again. Nobody thinks that they're mermaids except for them and of course Louis. And Zane and Ricky have parted ways happily for now. We know this. Louis is now dating Cleo. They're all happy together. And Emma seemed to have a relationship possibly coming on with a guy who we never see again. So who cares? Byron
0: is gone forever. Uh, We never see Byron uh, again.
1: We also never see Miss Chatham again, unfortunately. Or fortunately, depending on how you feel about her. But so everybody's happy. Everything's good. enter a new student this year. Oh, As no. we come into season two, the the happy couples aren't all so happy, and there's a new student in town who's ready to take advantage. Mm-hmm. Do you want to talk about that?
0: Well, are are we just going to get full on into the season then? Yes, let's get full on into the season. Well, my first comment about the season has nothing to do with Charlotte. It has to do with, um, the new we got a new theme song, or a new singer of the theme song, a new version of it. So... Personally, I think the first theme song is the best. The third one is the second best. And this one is not my favorite. I do not like this one as much. I like them all. So there you go. I think the season two one is very annoying. But that's just because I do. I think it's annoying. That's because you like the romance, the, the romantic
1: theme song that plays throughout the season. I do. I the do like that. Song.
0: We will get to, we will get to that. Uh, so.
1: It's very angsty.
0: That is a good song by, by the same singer, because that's the thing about this season. We get all songs by um, the artist uh, Kate Alexa, apparently. That's what her name is. And I just don't like her version of the theme song. I like all the other songs. I just don't like the theme song. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's that's how we get, we got to start the season off with that. And we're going to go through most of the episodes, if not all of them. Uh okay. So the first episode Lewis is going all about um planetary alignments and shit because like he, he didn't learn his lesson last season where Miss Chatham was like just just think about magic and like think about that and he's still going off like no, but like the science. Lewis doesn't learn his lesson, honestly. <laughs> but
1: the science and the
0: magic go hand
1: in hand. Exactly. That's the thing. The planetary alignments are important, and they'll become very important later in the season.
0: Yeah. But
1: his his unfortunately his desire for silent uh, science causes a lot of problems. Let's just say, in yeah. his relationship with Cleo.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, it's yeah, yeah. What is it that makes them break up? Is it just the fact that he he's just, like, harping on, like, all of this stuff? He's trying to help her. That's what it is. He's he's, he's way he too starts clingy. He trying to help her constantly and always wants to be around her. And she's just like, can I get, like, two minutes to myself, please?
1: She <laughs> liked him the way the relationship was. She just wanted to take it a little further. He decided all of a sudden he had to be the most clingy man on the planet. Yeah. And and she didn't like that. She's she's reasonably independent. She likes him to be around as he was before. Just a little bit more romantically interested. And he's just a little too, too clingy. And yeah. Like, way too clingy. Like, give her a breathing
0: room, will ya? Just a little bit. And so the in the first episode, that's when he gets all like, um... Like I say, he was getting into the planetary alignments thing. Is that when he has his, like, computer and he's trying to like figure out like oh there's like a this is when like the moon is coming and he gets it all wrong because the the pro- yes. the product he's using is using a different time zone so he doesn't actually know when the moon is going to rise <laughs> he tells them it's like it'll rise in, like another hour and then they look at the moon and go nuts and get new powers
1: but see there's more than that. I mean, that's the episode. But I think one thing that we need to keep in mind under this whole thing is that there's a change in the household. As yep. we always know, most of the mm-hmm. show focuses on Cleo and Emma's houses. This one goes even more focusing a little bit more on Cleo's home it, this it year. It does
0: kind of seem like Cleo is kind of like the main the center of, attention. of the three. Even though it's it's very like focused on the three of them, she's still the most household focused of all of them.
1: Yeah, if this were a sitcom, this would be the house that everything happens in. Mm-hmm. But it's not. We already just decided that ourselves. <laughs> um, but but so so Cleo's parents are now divorced. Basically, her mother didn't want to be on the show or they didn't want her back. I don't know. She was a weak character last season. She so didn't do anything. We don't miss her at all.
0: We do not and miss it her at all. She was a like lot another Kim. Drama did not have her there. So. It's better.
1: It's better, because Mom used to be like another Kim, just another annoying character in the way.
0: I just realized. Okay, so I I think like the entire time we're watching it, I was just like, when does Sam come in? When does Sam come in? That's next season, isn't it? Yes, it is next season. I thought they had a longer relationship than that.
1: No, they literally start dating and then get married like a few weeks later. Okay.
0: (laughs) Sorry. Spoilers for
1: season three. (laughs) Okay, so back to season two. So the first episode, everything changes. Cleo is having some problems with a relationship with Louis. Cleo's dad is now divorced. Mom's disappeared off the planet. We never really... Every so often they mention mom, but they never yeah. visit I mom. Mean, it, Nothing like ever I happens Like I said, it causes
0: mom. like drama within the family. Now Like it's only dad. Because Cleo has to step up. Yeah. Cleo has
1: to step up and be more responsible for her sister. Which, you know, is a thing. But yeah, And
0: Kim is still a dick. We still hate Kim. Yeah,
1: Kim... <laughs> We hate Kim. We will always hate Kim. There's no redeeming value in this character, and she's just there to cause trouble the whole time. Yes, that's it.
0: And then we get, like you said, we get that new character, uh, Charlotte. I mean, at at this point in the first episode of the season, she's just Charlotte. She just exists. She's like kind of really has a there. crush on Lewis, but like, eh, it's not like yes too much in the first episode.
1: Episodes two is where she starts pushing on on Lewis for a relationship, like, to get to know Lewis. In the first one, the moon-struck thing happens, and they almost attack Lewis um, on the island. Oh, no, Lewis this... Is, oh,
0: so, so, sorry, the second episode is when she moved in. Okay. Okay. Yeah. In the first
1: episode, he he thinks he can figure out how to keep them safe. He miscalculates the thing, like you mentioned, when the moon is going to rise. They end up seeing the moon...
0: And they get he the new He tries to help them,
1: and they nearly kill him when they get their power-ups and what, use them what accidentally What do you think about
0: the new powers? So we got, Cleo gets, like, wind powers, um, Emma gets, like, storm cloud powers, and Ricky gets lightning powers.
1: I think it makes sense. It's a nice evolution of their powers. I think it, you know, it's reasonable. They need that. Mm-hmm. Their powers should evolve over time. Just like any other, you know, magical like- girl kind of sh- situation. the power <laughs> They get a power-up as they evolve and as they grow. And every season's more exciting when there's a power-up, isn't it?
0: I feel like they don't use the the storm powers as much in season three. Not until the end. Yeah.
1: That's part of how they win in the end. But yeah, they don't really use them. They, they mess up things in the first couple of episodes because of them. And then they yeah. get by it. Get by it.
0: But yeah, that's so that, that's the whole thing in the first The second first episode...
1: <laughs> So in the second episode, in walks Charlotte. Charlotte is
0: an artist
1: of Lewis in every way. She's an artist. She's She's a
0: scientist.
1: The only thing they have in common is they're both nerdy, smart. But she's like, how do you say? She's She's
0: (laughs) hoity-toity.
1: She's hoity-toity. She's very cultured. She always
0: wears shorts and flip-flops. And so. <laughs> she always
1: overdresses. She always overdresses.
0: We were we were talking about this where it seems like she's always wearing like sweaters and shit, and like everyone else is wearing tank tops. Yeah, she's she always seems to
1: be overdressed. I mean, yeah, she wears like beach clothes when she goes to the beach and stuff like that. But a lot of times she seems overdressed. Um, she's just she's from a different culture, a different area than they are from. She's not like them at all. She's completely even though Emma's opposite the rich one in the in
0: the three in the threesome. Charlotte is, like, more, like, she has the rich person persona, unlike Emma.
1: Charlotte's mother would probably get along really well with Emma's family.
0: Yes. Oh, definitely.
1: I think. But Charlotte's mother's also a little more warm than Charlotte is. Yeah. She's a businesswoman, so she's tough, but she's a little bit more warm than Charlotte is. Charlotte, Charlotte walks in with a chip on her shoulder. Yeah. A huge chip on her shoulder. And she decides immediately that she's got a crush on Louis, even though, again, she's his opposite in almost every way well, except this for Well, there's also the
0: fact that, like, she first meets Cleo, and then Cleo introduces her to her boyfriend, and Charlotte's like, oh, I like him, but he's got a girlfriend. I don't care. Uh, <laughs> and then they break up in, like, that, first, that second episode when, when they see Charlotte, so... Uh and the, and the second episode is all about them learning how to control the new powers and the crazy shit. And in a way, Charlotte kind of helps them with their like artist stuff going on there cuz she tells Lewis something about like um uh if you want to if you want to fly like a butterfly, don't flap like a crow, right? It's like a proverb like that. Do you have any Okay. Do you have any idea what I'm talking
1: about? I kind of do. Yeah, no, basically he's She suggests to him in a way that he and then he suggests to the girls that if they learn how to control simple things, they can learn how to master their powers. Yeah. Because the whole idea is to calm down and be in control when they try using the new power so that they can still use their powers the way they did before without overdoing it and causing, you know, hurricanes and tornadoes and all manner of storms um, and things. And catching their laundry on fire, like Ricky yeah. does. That's hysterical when she yeah, catches her laundry on yeah, fire.
0: Yeah, she just kind of sets fire to her jeans, and uh, <laughs> that sucks. It's awesome.
1: <laughs> it's awesome.
0: But it's in the process of
1: all this, Le- Le- Lewis is being so hands-on and just so yeah. in her face that basically Cleo says, yeah, I need
0: some space. Can can't you... do this anymore. What she yeah. really wants is she really just wants him to, like move away just a little bit, just give her a little space mm-hmm. and it ends up in a breakup. And <clears throat> honestly, so I, I have this note on here later because I thought of it later. but um, I just like to compare the the love triangle that appears in this season to um, another show that I like. Uh, so in House Vanubis, theres a very similar love triangle that appears. We got like the same like, the main two characters who are like best friends, they they come together at the end of the first season, and then in the second season they break up because they're like, Oh, maybe we're better off as friends. Like, this isn't working out, even though they're still pining for each other the whole season. And then this other girl is like, Hey, I'm gonna move in on the guy. That's it's the it's a same trope. dynamic.
1: It's a trope. These shows are formula. What do you expect?
0: But it's still like the whole like first season, second season, like exact. That's I'm okay because the exact thing that always happens is going to happen later on anyway. So.
1: <laughs> yeah. Or they get back together.
0: Yeah, exactly. And Spoiler. then and then they get back together at the end of the second season. Because <laughs> of course. Of course. <laughs> so on do we go to season three. And season three. Well, we're not talking about season three.
1: Or, so, sorry, episode three.
0: Sorry.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired. So in episode three, we get
0: Zane back because Zane comes back because Zane, now, Zane left and at the end of season one, and him and Ricky kind of like broke. Parted up. his friends. Parted his friends. Yeah, they parted his
1: friends. It was an amicable parting. He needed to spend some time with his dad. You know, she was still trying to hide the fact that while he thinks she's no longer a mermaid, she is still a mermaid. I don't think it's easier to keep that. I
0: think when he thing. left, she didn't know she had her powers back yet. I thought.
1: Oh, she might have found out five minutes later. I don't know. But, yeah. The whole idea is, you know, he needs to part. He needs to go spend some time with his dad, who's not the nicest guy ever, Mm -hmm. and see if they can build a better relationship. And she's going to do her own thing. I don't know. Is it, like, summer vacation or something? I don't know. He goes away. That's all we know.
0: Yay. Bye, Jane. Now he comes back. He's back. And they kind of, you know... They're like, okay, like maybe let's start this back up again. But we're gonna keep it secret so nobody knows. And then he finds out that there is it in this episode that he finds out that she's still a mermaid. He does. Yep. Yeah. So, the first
1: so they're they're playing this cat and mouse game at this point. He's hanging out the dirt bike track. She goes by there a couple of times to see him to talk to him, but not they're being quite a, getting together. Kind of
0: flirty, but kind of not. You know, it's a cat and mouse
1: game. It's a cat and mouse game. And at some point in time... Somebody during pours this whole water cat on her because of course... Game, Nate gets her wet and she asks, you know, Zane to help her out. And he distracts Nate so she can mm-hmm. jump in the water. And then he realizes that she's still a mermaid. Oops.
0: And honestly, so this season, Nate is like... Or not Nate. Um, Zayn is pretty good about, like, Ricky being a mermaid like he's like supportive about it. He's not a dick about it. He's just like, you're a mermaid. I'm not gonna be crazy about it like I was last season trying to find mermaids. Like, you know. Mm-hmm. Honestly, and at Zana's the same time, this, this is
1: all going on. At the same time, all this is going on. There's the whole Cleo Lewis Charlotte triangle going on. Yeah. Where so Charlotte's really putting the stick to Leo. Leo Lewis. Sorry to to make Leo. that relationship happen to Lewis. <laughs> to cleo is that their ship name leo that should be their ship (laughs) name but anyway she's putting the stick to lewis to try to get that relationship to happen she's trying to start dating lewis and cleo finds out that she's got this thing this message is going back and forth with rj turns out cleo confronts her and finds out that rj is actually just a place she's in Romeo and Juliet. Yeah, but it's kind of interesting to see how Cleo starts getting jealous of her and Louis, even though Cleo dumped Louis and Charlotte and Louis you know, aren't the thing. Idiot yet. Move. It was an idiot move to dump yeah, Louis. let's that, be clear. That
0: episode was just a lot of secondhand embarrassment from Cleo. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and this is when
1: this is the beginning of when re- she realizes she should not have dumped Louis. She should have just said Louis, hey, yeah. I need some space. Well, she's not
0: going to figure out that they should be back together till the end, of course. Though.
1: No, she's figuring it out now. She's, she's just trying to keep like, playing it She's not going to do coy. anything about it. No, because she's a
0: weak character. Yeah.
1: She's a very weak character. And as the season progresses, she looks weaker and weaker.
0: Yeah, we're not we're not sure if there was something going on there, but she by the end of the season, she looks very skinny and very gaunt and She almost looks sick. Yeah. Yeah. Um so, so and then in the next episode it, we get like The typical plot where Emma wants to be a rebel like Ricky, and she is this where she throws that stupid party? Yep. And Nate tries to teach Louis how to do martial arts because- To distract him. Yep. To distract him so he can date Cleo, because Nate still wants to date Cleo for some reason, and he's such a creep.
1: I guess he doesn't realize that Louis now has a new girlfriend now, Charlotte.
0: Yeah. But the the thing is that, like, Nate keeps trying to tell Louis, oh, you're not manly, like-
1: because <laughs> Nate is manly. He may be a black belt in karate, but that's the
0: most manly he gets. I don't understand how he's a black belt in karate. I don't understand. Me neither.
1: I don't either. Ugh. Everybody's got to have a skill, right? That's his one skill. His Baton skill is being, being a, a trash a human.
0: Lizard. That is what his skill is. He is a
1: trash human. We do not like Nate. No. Nate and Kim should get married someday and have lots of little criminal babies. Oh
0: God, no! That's that's so disgusting. <laughs> Please no. And then take okay. Sophie so. from season three with them. <laughs> <laughs> no. What's her name from season one? I
1: hate her too.
0: Who? Um. Oh, Miriam. Miriam. Yeah. There's just so many trash humans. There are. Uh, okay,
1: so here we are. Um, so Emma's parents go away. Ricky stays with her. Emma decides to show how yeah she
0: throws she can she throws be... this whole party, and of course, what do you think? It goes exactly the way you think it does, where things get broken, and the the parents come home early, and they blame Ricky, mm-hmm. and and Ricky
1: tries to take the blame for Emma because Emma never does anything wrong.
0: Mm-hmm. In the end,
1: Emma does fess up to having been responsible, but of course, you know. Yeah. Still nobody believes, <laughs> kind of. Oh. She's does nothing wrong. She doesn't get any real consequences. Her parents probably don't even know how to ground her.
0: Yeah, that's true. I didn't even mention so when um when the Cleo, Cleo and Lewis broke up, uh that's when we had the, the first sequence of that uh that song. The
1: angsty song. The angsty
0: song from season two that I counted. It only I thought it appeared more, but it appears three times in this season at different points. <laughs> and it's called Another Now. <laughs> it's a beautiful song, it's, don't get me wrong. It's good. It's just like... Just it's, they keep using it over and over again, so... They use it whenever
1: someone's, you know, in a bad romantic situation or sad or longing. Yeah. So that's why it's played like three songs. At least three times this season.
0: I only wrote down three
1: times. You might have missed one or two. Who knows? <laughs> So then we go to the next episode.
0: Uh, oh, okay. Okay, This so this episode the is wish. special to me because, mm-hmm. because this is the episode, this is the first one that I remember seeing, like, randomly on Nickelodeon before I, like, tried to watch the show for myself. Okay. And it's the one where um, Lewis finds uh, this book on mermaid magic- and how mermaids can grant wishes, and you have to put, like, this gross algae stuff on their face, and they can grant a wish. And it's it's just special to me because it introduced me to this series, so... Yeah.
1: And Cleo was all excited about this because she was hoping... Remember, her father just got divorced from her mother. Mother's out of the picture. She was hoping that maybe her father would wish that her mother would come back. Mm-hmm. So she was willing to experiment with this. What they didn't realize is you have to be a mermaid when you do this, so... Yeah. They, they when they first made the thing they tried making the wish and nothing happened yep Ricky got pissed blasted it and then they left it in the in a, the cool room at the juice net
0: yeah Ricky made it all worse because yeah what what they had it to do bad. is they all had to hit it with their powers at the same time and then because Ricky was pissed that it didn't work and she had to put it on her face uh she just used her powers on it. And it started Again. growing and growing.
1: But it grew when no one was there, so they didn't know. So the now, next before day, before this happens, before <laughs> this happens, Cleo does take a small portion of it yeah, with her because she she's going to try to make a wish at home. Um, and she reala- when they realize that you have to be a mermaid or whatever, she makes the wish. And she tries to she
0: make it make her dad wish for mom to come back.
1: Wish for whatever he wants, what he wants the most. And so of course, her dad. <gasps> I being, love what he you know, wants. A guy. He's a total guy. He's, he's done with the relationship. His wife, and they're divorced. She's gone. What does he want more than anything else?
0: A fish finder. Listen, if... Okay, I understand this, though. Like, if you're having trouble with your technology and you're just like, I just want a new thing. I want this to work. I just want a new this, computer. This is me right now. I want, I, I want my computer to stop being a dick. Right now it's working for recording, but oftentimes it is being a dick to me. So I understand Cleo's dad on a very emotional level. (laughs) And it is
1: a new computer, too.
0: I got this less than a year ago.
1: Modern day computers are crap. They are. Sorry, your phones have more power. Um, But it's true. So yeah, so she has her father make a wish so she can grant his wish, and she's thinking he's gonna wish for her mother to walk through the door. So she's waiting for her mother to show up. Yep. And all of a sudden, a fish finder is delivered. Yep. He, to the he gets house, the fish finder. It, he's
0: all happy about it. And then, but meanwhile, at the juice net, uh, the <laughs> the stuff has grown so much that it's overtaking the entire place. And while this is this is all happening the The guy who owns the the juice net cafe, Wilfred wants to shoot a TV commercial I,
1: wait a minute. Emma suggested it the day before.
0: Yes, that's not true. Emma this suggested was all gonna it. Happen.
1: So here they are it's like seven o'clock or eight o'clock in the morning and he's there to shoot his commercial and Charlotte's also and there asking the for a juice. Of course, Charlotte's there. <laughs> I want a juice. Can't you just make me a juice? Why can't just why you me my close? cranberry you booster juice? Get me a cranberry booster. Because <laughs> Charlotte, again, is privileged and rich and doesn't understand real people's lives.
0: No, she doesn't. Um, no. She's the type of Emma's person who rich, does not tip. Emma is
1: not privileged like that, but she's privileged like she just doesn't understand other people's lives. I just need my creme burbusta. Um
0: Emma's blah, blah, rich, blah. but she still has a job and she still works She's for down tips. to earth.
1: She's down to earth. Her parents are a little hoity-toity, but not that bad. And Emma is definitely more down to earth. Yes.
0: Uh Definitely so more down there. so they all have to like figure out how to keep everybody out of the juice net while this shit is happening and finally they like get the tiniest bit of the potion and Cleo turns into a mermaid and Louis wishes can it all just go away and And it does but before that
1: it literally had taken over the entire it ate the mermaid book restaurant
0: i'm upset that it ate the book but they get the book back don't they do we never see the book again
1: oh i thought we get the book back. i don't think we see the book it just just took over the whole place it just took over the whole restaurant well if the rest of the restaurant come back the book must come back too i don't know because it didn't i mean all the tables and chairs and things didn't disappear forever, that... but it had overtaken tables and chairs. It's the
0: only time we ever see the book is in this episode. We don't even see, like, it at the end, where Lewis is like, I should probably just get rid of this. It's just kind of like... We don't need books, because we have the internet. <laughs> <sighs> but it's a mermaid mythology book. Oh,
1: goodness. We have real mermaids. We don't need mythology.
0: Uh Okay. Oh, the next one. We have some drama with um Cleo's dad again, because... Cleo and Kim think that he's got a girlfriend, but you know what's happening? He's actually just trying to get his fish at a restaurant and guess who owns the yeah. restaurant? Charlotte's mom! But see you
1: gotta you gotta tell it the right way. He tells him he's invited a woman over for dinner and that it's very important. And then they find and out, out that. He doesn't explain changed- to them the truth. So they're all trying to figure out how to get dinner together and they're all very resistant because they don't want someone to replace their mother. They're hoping mom will come back, which is obviously never going to happen. Mm-hmm. But they're thinking mom will come back. So when Charlotte's mom walks to the door with Charlotte, then they're thinking, holy crap, dad is interested in dating Charlotte's mom. That would be even worse. That's so We gross. don't find out until after everything goes awry that actually it's for business. Mm-hmm. Um, Charlotte's mom is a chef who owns restaurants and wants to get buy fish from him. But... Meanwhile, they destroy the dinner a couple of times over. Yeah,
0: like, all three of the girls end up at this dinner, and they all each try to, like, destroy the dinner and make it worse, and then... Oh, but one more. Louis is there. Oh, yeah, Louis is there, of course, and Charlotte's mom is trying to get pictures of Charlotte and Louis together, even though they're not even dating yet, but like, well, because
1: Charlotte's been gushing over Lewis yeah. to her mom for weeks, you know, like you do. Oh my god, I have a crush on Okay, this but boy, would you blah, do blah, blah, blah. that bullshit? And then he shows up. Would
0: you do that bullshit? <laughs> would you like be like, "Oh, I'm gonna take pictures of you too. It'll be so cute." Like, that's so. No, Dad would. Weird. Your father would do that. I mean, he would take pictures of everything. That's just exactly. That's he takes Your pictures. father would do
1: that. I don't take a lot of pictures. He
0: takes pictures of like cosplayers all the time. So that's different yeah
1: he takes pictures of everything he loves to get pictures of you gross you just don't My like the pose your face is awesome
0: gross um anyway so yeah they figure out that they fucked up and so the girls um go and make nice fish for charlotte's mom and they get the deal to work out in the end they fix in it in the end in the
1: end that he gets the deal we think
0: we think we never actually hear about this ever again, but, you know, we assume it worked out. Let's say Charlotte's mom doesn't figure at all
1: into any more discussions with her father after this point.
0: No, we see Charlotte's we mom only like see her
1: like once or twice after that.
0: Yeah. And we only see her with Charlotte, I think. Yeah. <clears throat> bye bye. See you later. Uh, the next episode is when um, Cleo gets fired from her job because she keeps feeding this dolphin, Ronnie. We love Ronnie. He's the best, and
1: she's feeding Ronnie the food that he likes, but it's not the food that they want him to have. Mm, blah blah blah. Um, but things get worse, don't they get worse?
0: Yeah, because Louis ends up getting her old job, and then, oh, what what happens? Rick uh, Ricky and Emma Ricky... go to
1: bother him at work. Yeah, and they try to they make accidentally things. Accidentally let they accidentally let Ronnie out. And then... But Lewis gets blamed for it. Because he's the only almost one on the camera. He loses his job. He, he loses his job, but he almost gets prosecuted.
0: Yep. And then... Like
1: they're ready to arrest him.
0: Yep. And who do they... Who do they figure out... How, how do they get him out of that? I'm trying to remember. The girls
1: find Ronnie and bring him back. Oh, they just...
0: Is it the, Okay, they just find Ronnie. Yeah.
1: And they get him to come back to the park.
0: Yep. And then Lewis. Quits and Cleo gets her job back, <laughs> and it's all fine. And I Wouldn't think
1: you want to work for someone who just fired you for being nice to an animal. I don't know. Not I don't me.
0: Know. And the whole reason that Lewis got this job is because he needed a new computer. Was because mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, of
1: yeah, course his computer fried. His computer totally fried.
0: Yeah, and um... just as
1: we were talking about new computers yeah. a minute ago.
0: Don't him and Charlotte have like the same model of computer, and they have the same battery? <laughs> oh
1: yes, <laughs> that's the yeah, whole okay, thing. there's one more thing they have in common. They have the same taste in computers. Yeah. Obviously, not too good since it's fried, but um, still, in all, the same taste in computers.
0: Yeah, uh, I forgot to mention somewhere and then we get to the fun one. We get so... to
1: meet next.
0: Next, we get to meet Ricky's dad. Yes, I know. I was just gonna say somewhere along the lines we see the lures from uh, last season. <laughs> From season in like, one, those weird. In a couple of the scenes of where Lewis is fishing, we see the stupid lures that he made last season. They pretty much show up throughout the series when he's fishing. I every know. So often. I just love mentioning
1: that they come back. <laughs> well, because he thinks they're so awesome. Yeah. Of course, there's nobody on the other end putting fish on his hook for him in this part of the series. Yeah. So, oh well. Hmm. Um. Now we finally meet for the first time ever. <gasps> ricky's dad the
0: first and one of two times ever
1: (laughs) we see where ricky lives and we see her dad so it starts off with zane and of course his loser boy toy friend boy toy it's gross (laughs) nate's
0: a boy toy i don't like that no No. uh there's they're they're
1: riding their motorcycles around town and they drive by this trailer park And And they see this bike out front. Yeah, and Nate tries to, like, steal the
0: badge on the motorbike. Hello, I was talking. Okay, I'm trying to speed this up a little bit. It was a cool motorcycle.
1: So they, yeah, Nate steals the the logo off the, the cycle. And just as they're getting ready to take off, out comes this guy yelling at them, screaming at them. They ride away. Then you see Zane hanging out with Ricky and trying to walk her home, and Ricky takes him to this really nice condo and pretends that that's her house, but won't let him in. Nope. He's not allowed to go into the condo ever. Because um, it's not later her on, house. He goes... I know. Later on, he goes back to try to see her at that house, and the guy there's like, I don't know who you're talking about, blah, blah, blah. Um, and that's when Zane finds out that she lives in a trailer park. And dad is not happy to find out that she's dating the guy who stole the logo off
0: Even though he didn't motorcycle. steal it, he was trying to return it. And then later, he fixes uh, Ricky's dad's bike. So, mm-hmm. so he's welcome in the family now. So, So here we go. Emma mm-hmm. takes her
1: brother to horseback riding lessons, where she meets some guy who is very much like her and they hate each other instantly. Or do they? His name is Ash. It's attraction. <laughs> it's attraction. They're attracted to each other, but she doesn't like the fact that he keeps throwing her off her, her it's, balance, it's if you will. It's sexual
0: tension, um, like, immediately is the problem
1: there. <laughs> and because she's so busy dealing with this, the tension between them, she mistakenly poisons his horse by letting him eat poison weeds. Um, Which,
0: okay, why do they have poison weeds on this horse? farm, ranch, whatever. That's my question. What the fuck? They, why
1: would you have weeds that you know will kill your horses on the ranch Were they full planning of on getting rid of
0: them? Did, like, did, What was happening there? We, when we decide
1: the horses are no good anymore, we just let them eat these weeds and die instead of having to deal with it. I don't know. I think it's pretty terrible to have these weeds on your horse farm. Nobody should ever have poisonous things in front of animals that could be poisoned by them. Not intentionally. If you know they're weeds, you spray them with something to kill them or you dig them up and throw them away. You don't keep them around your horses if they're going to kill your horses. But anyway, so after accidentally poisoning them, she does all kinds of research and figures out how to save the horses. Tells Ash what can be done to save the horse. Ash won't listen because, you know, she doesn't know shit about horses as far as he's concerned and he knows more and the doctors know more. And then while everybody is not paying attention, she sneaks into the horse barn and does what she's read would help the horse. And the next morning, the horse is fine. Um, And that's how she meets the love of her life.
0: Yeah. Ash, okay, Ash is, like, very cute. He's just adorable. He's also a
1: little bit older. He's a college kid.
0: Yeah, ooh, ooh. I don't know. Is that, is that appropriate, Mother? Probably not.
1: During this, during this episode, he also goes to the house and has dinner with them because, you know, Mom invites him for dinner, and Mom likes him, too. Mom thinks he's a nice guy. So everybody's happy with her being with Ash. She's not ready to admit that she likes him, though. Not yet. No,
0: we, we won't get to that yet. Um, but it gets better. (laughs) So we have, we have some more shenanigans with, with Cleo and Charlotte in the next episode where like Cleo is not doing well on her exams and Charlotte has to be her tutor because of course, um, so in order to
1: make sure that she has more time with Louis, Charlotte gives her tons and tons of work to do. And yeah. Just keeps piling on work to make sure that Lewis is unavailable so that she can uh, end up
0: with Lewis. And this episode ends with Lewis and Charlotte kissing. Gross. <laughs> of course,
1: he did it as a distraction. She thinks he did it because, you know, romance. Yeah. Um, this is the moment they go to the island? Oh, yes. yeah. So during this episode, also, Charlotte makes a trek to Mako Island with Lewis.
0: Yeah, because of course they did.
1: Because she saw some drawings. was it drawings that her grandmother had made or something?
0: Oh, was that it? The drawings. Was this foresh- I forget what it was? Is. This foreshadowing for things to come. I think This is the beginning of the
1: foreshadowing stuff. Oh. I don't think something even do with the drawings. So I knew she wants to do that. some drawings there. Like, yeah. <clears throat> so she wants to take a look at the island. So he takes her. Okay. Um. So then we get Zane and Ricky back again.
0: And I think this is the the second and last time we see Ricky's death. Yep. Because, of course, they're having, like, trouble with money and things. And Zane is like, oh, there's this lost statue in the middle of the ocean. You should help us find it with your mermaid powers and shit. And Ricky's like, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna find that. And secretly, she's like, I'm gonna use this and I'm gonna help my dad so we don't have to move away. Yeah, But she needs help, so she lies, lies to, to her friends.
1: She lies to her friends about it. And when they realize that she's lied, they take off but she thinks that they they think that she lied because Zane made her when really no she did it all because she wanted the money yeah um in the middle of doing all this after the girls have left she's still searching by herself section by section of the ocean around mako island when they find the treasure Mm -hmm. the missing the missing artifact they try to sit to hoist it up to the boat cable breaks smacks her in the head and she goes on she goes down now, she's a mermaid. She should be fine underwater. But, you know, she's unconscious now. Zane freaks out, dives in to grab her, starts calling everybody to get
0: okay, rescue but for her. Technically, they always say that they, like, hold their breath underwater. They never say that they breathe underwater. But they, you
1: know, they hold their breath underwater. And yet, in, in a later episode, someone's underwater, like, all night. Like, for hours, they're underwater and they seem fine. So, I don't yeah, know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, while this is all going on, they had tried a couple times to reach Lewis for some help and Lewis was not answering. And we find out this is the first time that Charlotte has made sure that Lewis's phone is unavailable.
0: Charlotte? So Charlotte is like the classic abusive like partner. She wants to make sure that Lewis can't be with anybody else but her, like cutting him off from his friends. While
1: well, at the same time showboating uh, the fact that they're together in front of them every chance she gets, Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. but she likes yeah, she's got an obsession with like showing off to, to Cleo, Cleo that she's with, yeah, to Cleo you specifically have, that you she's have with thoughts Lewis. About that, I do have some crazy thoughts about that stalkerish type things going on in there. I mean, is it just um, stalkerish
0: anyway, or is it? uh... No, I, I'm thinking it might be the
1: it might be an obsession thing instead of a romantic thing. But whatever, I mean, anyway.
0: Oh. We'll talk about that
1: later. Anyway, so we find out later that she keeps turning off the phone. And he gets pissed and he leaves with them to go help.
0: Yeah. And he ends Ricky. up being the reason that they can save Ricky because he's got like smelling salts and he knows how to help her wake he up. He knows first
1: aid. Yeah. Of course, he's awesome. He knows first aid. He's a smart
0: boy. Um, and he's,
1: everybody else is freaking out and he's like, nope, I got this. This is what we got to do. He's He's calm under pressure, which, you know, he's smart. He's nerdy. Makes sense, I guess, but yeah. Yeah. Um, In the end, they didn't get the artifact initially, so Ricky's kind of disappointed. Everybody's coming over for a barbecue. It's probably the and, last barbecue. And Lewis and
0: Zane got the, the statue themselves, and they give Ricky the money so that they're all so set. So that they don't have to move. It's all good.
1: Yay. And that's the last time we hear anything about Ricky's financial trouble or her father.
0: Yeah. Bye-bye, That's the, Daddy. That's the thing we keep... Th- coming back to is the fact that ricky's the one who should have a job out of the three of them especially and she's
1: the only one that doesn't exactly never work
0: it's i have questions <laughs> emma's the rich one I mean, and we she's think the Lewis one is who is from a rich family most. too so yeah
1: we think lewis's family must be mildly rich too because he's got a lot of brothers and yet he never works either so
0: he works that one time and then never Twice. again he tries to get a job
1: working once at the juice net too but that oh, that's doesn't right like that, either. Yeah. that was last season um <clears throat> So yeah, for the most part, he doesn't ever really seem to need money, but he always has. He's got a boat, he's got fishing gear. That stuff's not cheap. I don't
0: know. This boy, I have questions. Lots we of tech. never see his parents. We only see like a brother one time, and
1: one of his many brothers. Because how many brothers did you he say here? No, It's a lot. I he's from a big family. I
0: assume he's the youngest, right? Yeah, was it four
1: or five? Something I don't crazy know, something like that. A lot of brothers. Um, so doesn't really matter.
0: Okay. Okay. <laughs> Going quickly, we got um, the episode with um, the strange piece of coral that infects Emma and Cleo's goldfish Hector, where Emma turns into like a sea monster for a bit because they, they just they both get really crazy sick. And OK, so the best to... part
1: about this whole episode is Charlotte. Um, Charlotte's the best part of this episode. Charlotte is supposed to be on a date with Lewis during this whole yeah, episode, yeah, And Lewis is spending the right. whole time trying to help them save Emma and the fish and try to find the cure. So they keep distracting her, and Lewis is never around. And Lewis's phone keeps ending up with Emma. I mean, Cleo. It's awesome. It's just the whole time. It's very. It's awesome. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Fuck Charlotte. Charlotte needs we to get it
1: She's just the girl that... She's like the... What do you want to say? The um rebound girl. Yeah. She doesn't realize that. She's rebound no, girl.
0: No, she doesn't realize it. But oh, no... The, not at all. But, um... I had something to say. What did you have to say? Uh... Oh, I was oh, going to say,
1: oh, Emma has the worst food habits ever. Yes. Whenever she's sick like this, she eats sardines out of the can. Disgusting. i, I was say that, like, people like them. Disgusting. All the
0: time, whenever like Emma gets like, c- goes crazy for some reason, whether it's this or it's like with the moon stuff, she always gets like, she wants to have all the fish food. She wants to eat food all the time. Why but does Emma always want food? Because she's skinny. <laughs> They're all skinny. skinny. worse than that. Worse than that, she just
1: eats, like, tons and tons of cans of sardines. That's disgusting. I'm sorry. Mother,
0: we've talked about this. They're all skinny, except for Charlotte, who is, like, average.
1: Normal size.
0: Uh, Now it's camping time. Yeah, Let's go camping. Yeah, they all have to go camping on Mako Island. Uh, Of course, it's on a full moon. Because, of course, it is. It's always on a full moon. And somehow, we get, it's supposed to be just Cleo's family. But then she asked the girls to come. And then Lewis invites himself. And then Charlotte, and then invites, Charlotte her invites herself. <laughs> it's just, it's just, I don't I don't understand how all these people go. And then you know, everybody's running around this. the island the entire night. And Cleo's dad is just fast asleep.
1: It's just... Cleo's dad is like the biggest pushover. A good, strong parent would be like, nope, your friends aren't coming. Sorry. Done. End of story. But everybody's coming on this camping trip. What's really funny is that Charlotte has not a camper. And I'm surprised you uh, survived. Like... <laughs> <laughs> and Louis is desperate to make sure the girls are safe, which always never works. Always never works.
0: Yeah, of course they fall um, under the moon spell because they always do. But like this one is fairly tame because all they do is they um keep Charlotte from in turning the woods. into a mermaid. They basically just lurk in the woods the whole night. They lurk, Charlotte finds the moon pool, she nearly becomes a mermaid, and Okay, I have a problem with like the end of the episode.
1: It is foreshadowing.
0: I have a problem with the end of the episode where they're like, what if she's a mermaid? And so like randomly in the juice net, in the middle of the day, when everybody's there, Louis just like pours water on her. Just like, okay, guys, if you thought she was a mermaid, don't do that don't exactly
1: because that would be that stupid the, the whole reason thing the whole premise of the series is that they're trying to make sure nobody finds out that they're mermaids that's like one of the main premises of the series so why
0: would they so do let's, that let's let's out a mermaid halfway is through the, the whole series. dumbest bullshit
1: Yep. of course she's not a mermaid
0: no she's not yay uh not yet oh the next episode is when ash starts working at the juice net and i think we no longer see wilfred <laughs> When, yeah, Wilfred's gone. Bye-bye. He owned the juice yeah, bottle. Ash, uh, is, Ash basically owns it now. He. That's it. Uh, he's he's a student intern He's supposed manager. to be like a supervisor, but I think he's like actually the manager. Um, What's and, really sad, though, is the way he Emma finds out. Yeah, because she thought she was going to get a promotion, right? And then Ash is the one who gets it. And Ash makes all these crazy changes to the juice net, and they're just not agreeing because she doesn't like change And their personalities just clash. And by by the end of it, it all turns out okay, because turns out um, he didn't tell everybody about some changes. And so one of the the other um, workers was um, still putting the food in the wrong places, even though he changed how um, the freezer works. So they, like, made all the milk spoil or something.
1: So he blames Emma and fires Emma for it because Emma was the one who said she didn't like any of the changes and they should but not that But it was actually somebody else's fault entirely, so. Accidental, because he didn't tell everybody about all the changes. Yeah. yeah.
0: And then by the end of it, he asked her out on a date. <gasps> Ooh, and,
1: beginning of a romance, and then during this whole time, of course, there's lots of Charlotte shenanigans with Charlotte's gosh. trying desperately to Why are we gonna talk to about make Charlotte? Cleo feel like crap about her relationship with Louis. Fuck because, Charlotte. You know. That's that's my thoughts. But we got to keep reminding people that she just keeps playing. Yeah, these she still exists. Whole she still sucks. Season.
0: Every she single episode, hard. she has um a plot going on where she sucks and she's terrible. <laughs> That's it. The next episode is a Nate episode. Yeah. Um, this is where Nate finds um well Zane and Lewis find uh what is it? Amber grease, which So Zane buys it off the internet. Yeah. And it's apparently supposed Louis... to make mermaids fall in love with you or some shit. Which
1: is silly cause Zane has already got a mermaid in love with him, so why does he need ambergrease? Yeah. We and Lewis is like, but Oh, anyway. maybe
0: I will like look into like how this works. And then they accidentally leave it on a table because uh Lewis got some of it on him and Charlotte was like, Oh, I'm not gonna not gonna go out with you if you're smelling like that. Gross. So it
1: basically smells like more like
0: disgusting
1: fish poo.
0: I mean that's basically like what it is. Hot, wet
1: hot fish poo.
0: It's like No, it's stomach acid. Yeah, it's something like that.
1: It's disgusting. It it smells like hell and on earth. And um yeah. So yeah. So Louis they, gets they a little on him. He has it on to a go table take a
0: shower, and it's left on the table. And Nate finds it, and shenanigans where all three of the girls fall in love with him. And Ash is like, "What the fuck, Emma? We just had a date." And while, of course,
1: when Nate Nate thinks the girl, you know, the girls love him because this this new cologne he found, which is amazing in his eyes. Meanwhile, everybody else disappears in the juice net because yeah. the smell is so terrible. Everybody thinks it smells horrible except for the three girls because it attracts mermaids. And, and so there's an entire episode of that kind of shenanigans going. And on. we
0: get very lucky because Nate Nate wants to like have all three all four of them go swimming together and but he gets in the water first before they can reveal themselves and Thank all the God. stuff is washed off of him so they don't smell it anymore and they're like, "Oh shit, what did we do?" <laughs>
1: So, the ambergris is dumped out, so never again to be an issue.
0: Yeah, they danced for him. It was really weird and creepy. They fawned over him. It was
1: so gross. It was disgusting. Oh. Nate is terrible without the smell of the ambergris, but ugh. Yeah.
0: Um, Sadly, Nate
1: doesn't leave. He comes back next season, too.
0: <laughs> oh, the next episode is your favorite. It's the one where Elliot and Kim go on a date.
1: Oh, Yes, uh, it's the most awkward double date I, ever.
0: I have questions about this episode too. Um, we didn't really. Why? Well, so Lewis has this like nightmare before it that like is like a prophecy of what happens at the episode, and this like is just something that happens and it never comes up again, and it's just really random. Yeah, yeah he has a, he has this like
1: prophecy or this weird dream that Cleo's exposed at the at the water park.
0: Technically, it's, it, in his dream, it's on the beach, but it ends up being in the water park.
1: Yeah, and but he's ex, she's exposed as a mermaid to everybody. She
0: doesn't end up actually getting exposed or anything. Instead, she um they, they switch her out with an orange bear that's floating in the water. So it's fine. But the story
1: is crazy. Emma's brother, who is like the sweetest kid ever and stupid as this fuck. In my opinion, is all of a sudden boy. get a crush on Kim. Kim, remember Kim, the evil no one sister have a crush of Cleo. On Kim. Don't do it. No one should ever have a crush on Kim. She's just evil. So he asks her on a date, and of course, Cleo's dad's like, sure, but Cleo's gonna be your your you know your yeah they chaperone. they
0: both end up getting chaperones for this date. Kim has to have Cleo there, and uh, Elliot asks Lewis to come along to help him with like because, romantic advice
1: because Lewis knows so much about women.
0: Ha, he knows nothing um, about women
1: so of course it ends up being a double day with lewis and cleo yeah.
0: <laughs> and kim yeah oh. and it's a fun time it's for terrible. everybody because elliot goes like broke and by the end of it i'm so proud of him he's like i can't afford a girlfriend you're dumped
1: <laughs> i know he dumps kim it's the best ever but kim is like spoiled. and he like, throws the this, soggy bear, bear at her <laughs> Yeah, she she's she wants him to give it by this bear. He gets her the bear after carrying it around the park for like ten minutes. She's like, "I'm sick of this bear," and throws it in the water. And that's that's thank God that what saves her sister when her sister gets wet and has to jump in the water. That's what saves um, Cleo from being caught. The bear and of course Lewis' because Louis is always there to help. But yes,
0: well, the next episode is I don't know if I like it or not. It was just it's just an episode where um. Of course, the girls all become, like, moonstruck, and they're trying to... Oh, this is when they're, like, drunk! Yeah, they're they're drunk. I like them when they're drunk, but also, like, the whole plot is that they're trying to convince Emma to tell Ash that she's a mermaid, and she's like, no, I don't want to. And yeah, Ash is getting to the point where he's just... like, I
1: know there's a secret, you need to tell me what's going it on. It just becomes and a lot like of shenanigans.
0: To, yeah. He tries to have a romantic dinner with her when they're all like huddled in the house trying to keep away from the moon and they all but I love they all become moon drunk and lewis saves the day
1: they're hysterical in the moon drunk ricky has this like childlike look on okay her face the i whole do time she looks so I cute love
0: ricky's like a moonstruck look where she's like ha ha She's cut that face.
1: She's, at, yeah, she's literally looking like she's acting like a 10-year-old or a 12-year-old. Just like it's a little girl. It's so cute. It's, it's, it's awesome. <laughs> yeah, and then, so they they trick Emma into falling into a tub full of water, but, and then they make her look yeah. at the moon. But Louis saves the day, and they're so we're calling out.
0: We're all good. <laughs> Ash does so, not find okay. out.
1: Not yet. Thank
0: God. Uh, da, 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 da. uh, The next episode is the anniversary of the girls becoming mermaids.
1: After an accident at the juice net, Zane and Ash have a fight, which means that of course Emma and Ricky, and Ricky a have a fight. Yep. But it's their anniversary, and, and Cleo's been planning this big anniversary and it's celebration so for cute. them. What she
0: does, she like sets up the moon pool with like this this cute little um video of like a bunch of pictures of the three of them, and it's mm-hmm. it's the really montage. adorable.
1: This is like the mid season break kind of show.
0: Well. <laughs> This is, like, way after the mid-season, but yeah.
1: Well, no, but this is when the, se- this is when, like, this is, like, the last episode before, like, the, the, plot. the actual plot of the series season that comes up.
0: the, the first season, there was a lot less plot, honestly. The plot was, like, two episodes, yeah. and in this one, it's, like, five <laughs> yeah,
1: so this one now we get to the plot of the whole the whole the whole reason why Charlotte's here is coming up. But yeah, so the anniversary they the boys they, fight the
0: girls miss Eventually, most of it, and then they finally get there, realizing that the boys are being dumb. And the you boys, know all the boys make up because yeah, boys, the boys are boys, and they make too. up. They're like, oh, the girls aren't here cheering us on anymore. Well, let's just make up. This is dumb. <laughs> yeah,
1: who cares? It's over.
0: And then the next two episodes is like a two parter. And so
1: we go back to the whole Lewis investigating the alignment of the planets. Remember the beginning we were talking about? He was all about the alignment of the planets and all this stuff. Well, his research is now coming to something and he starts... And he meets he, this guy this when named he finds the papers? Max.
0: Is this when he finds Max's papers or is it out he, he uncovers the work of Max Hamilton,
1: who okay. 50 so years before was like in a-
0: also investigating Mako. Yep. And so he goes
1: to talk to him about the planetary and alignments and they both are very cryptic to
0: each other because they're like, they don't want to reveal anything about things that they both they're know. They're two of the same people. But they are the same spoilers, person 50 Max, years apart. Yeah, Max is literally like the Lewis, but for the mermaids from 50 years ago.
1: So he's a scientist, a nerd, a fisherman. He walks around wearing a bucket hat like Lewis wears. They're I the mean, same he literally person. is... 50 year older than Lewis, but he's he's a 50 year old. old and Lewis. he
0: was in That's love with one of the mermaids. And of course, she was the brunette one. Of course. Just like Cleo.
1: <laughs> Foreshadowing. Hello.
0: And yeah. And, and we out it was called Gracie. And Gracie. Oh, oh, who's Gracie? Gracie is Charlotte's grandmother. Grandmother. What? Da 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 da. And yes. do you want to talk about
1: your theory a little bit? Well, we haven't even gotten into the whole story yet, but we know, so we've already discussed Wait, I mean, them. we know the so fact Gracie, that Max
0: and Gracie were in love. We know that. Max was,
1: so Max and Gracie were in love, and we see through, as this part of the series goes along, we see videos of them being all in love and playing. And we see flashbacks of them having a good time together and everything being wonderful. Yep. and
0: Gracie. But we know that
1: at some point, can I, you asked me to talk, okay, I'm talking. Fine. Go, go. And we know that at some point, Gracie decides she doesn't want to be a mermaid anymore. Yeah, I was just, about to say that. Loses her, gives gives up her powers and disappears from Max's life. Mm-hmm. So my theory is, it's like the fifties that all this happened. Back then, a young teenage girl who might get, I don't know, pregnant out of wedlock might have to disappear for a little while. Mm-hmm. It mm-hmm. just seems interesting that you know, here we are, fifty years later, she's got a daughter, got she's a got granddaughter. a granddaughter. There's no mention of a husband. Nope. There's no mention of Charlotte's grandfather ever? Nope. Just we never even see Charlotte having
0: a dad, but that's irrelevant.
1: But that would that that to me that just says more generations of single moms. Mm-hmm. It just that to me it just says generations of single moms. Charlotte's gonna um, as a
0: single mom too.
1: <laughs> so my fan theory is that Max is actually Charlotte's grandfather. We never know if this could be possible because it never goes it, anywhere. It doesn't but go anywhere. But that's but my fan theory I, I as like we it. discuss Max. As we discuss Max, yes. So you can continue on.
0: Yeah, no, I was just gonna bring up the fact that Gracie gives up her powers and there's a special moon that causes that, so that's that's important, maybe. During the planetary
1: alignment that we're all investigating right now.
0: Yep, and so Charlotte so Lewis brings back all of the research and such that he gets her max, and Charlotte finds uh sees it all spread out in Cleo's room and is like, Why do you have a picture of my grandmother? in all this like weird junk and so she investigates it and she finds max and she finds a dvd of or not a dvd she converts, well, she
1: finds she steals a movie she steals
0: a movie a she home converts movie it to a dvd from and cleo's house she finds house. out her grandmother was a mermaid and she becomes obsessed with mermaids it's just so yeah. Lewis tries
1: to convince her it was just a home movie that was made for fun, and yeah. they they Do, faked that doesn't the, work. He tries that, that for two doesn't seconds. Doesn't work at doesn't all. Work.
0: Doesn't work at all. So yeah, and so Max, of course, when when she finds him, she he tells her, oh yeah, like your grandmother was a mermaid. Of course, obviously.
1: <laughs> well, she doesn't take no for an answer. She goes, you know, he's like, I can't talk to you. I don't know anything. I'm the wrong person. And he, she's like, no, no, no. You don't understand. She's Gracie my grandmother. Was my grandmother. And he's
0: like, oh, okay.
1: I guess I can tell you everything. And go from saying nothing to telling Charlotte her everything.
0: Do? Of course it's a full moon again. And she goes to Mako and she becomes a mermaid.
1: She jumps in the course. moon pool. And, and then she realizes that that's it. If she's a mermaid, just like Lewis's friends are mermaids, we'll all be buddies together. Yeah, that works out not so well. You spent the last several months torturing them and being nasty to them. And yeah, that's not going to go well.
0: Yeah. The next episode, I think the next
1: we've gone like four episodes ahead so far. <laughs>
0: sorry the um the episode with the volleyball that I think is the only episode where the girls kind of get along with Charlotte. They find out that she's a mermaid and she doesn't really have much in the way of powers, at least at the at the start.
1: And they're trying to tell her how to how to develop her powers, how to find her mm-hmm. powers. They're trying to be nice in helping her, yep. She just thinks that they're trying to be bossy and pushy. And shes but, they but, really are but, honestly but, trying to help her. But
0: she also wants to be part of the group, Mother. That's also a big thing. She wants to be part of their group because now she feels like she's included. She wants to be But she included. pushes
1: her way in. Yeah, she pushes like, her way
0: in. She do, right now in this episode, she wants to be part of their group. It's later that she doesn't want their help.
1: I honestly think she could be part of the group if she gently let them show her things instead of being like, look at, I can do this now. No, look at, I, no, I have your power. I have your power. I must be perfect.
0: Listen to me for two seconds. She would have been... No. She would have worked as part of the group if she hadn't been a bitch the entire season. <laughs> I honestly think she
1: could have slowly made her way into the group if she had stopped being a bitch at this point.
0: Yeah. Like I said, for most of this one <laughs> episode, she's less of a bitch because um, apparently... Uh, the three girls uh, have not uh, done their gym requirements. They need to do that. And so they form a volleyball team. And Charlotte becomes their fourth because she wants to be included. She wants them to be her friends. And they all end up kind of working together in this. Although we have, like, the shenanigans of Charlotte not understanding she needs to stay away from water. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and they but have to save she her. Minds.
1: So she has all the power.
0: She finds out she's a quote-unquote super mermaid. Because she has the controlling water ability. She has the freezing ability. She has the steam ability. She's got all of them. So my question, my wondering is this. She ended
1: up with all three of their powers. Mm-hmm. When they went in, each one of them got a different power. What would happen if four people went in? Would somebody share the same okay. power? With okay, next with no season power?
0: we're going to talk about Bella and how but her next power next season works. is a whole other thing.
1: But that's a whole other thing, though. That, that came up later. I'm just saying, based on what she got three powers and they had three powers that they share, because they share the three powers, instead of each one of them like, having all three.
0: Okay, so I feel like once we talk about this series, like all three seasons, and then the next series, Mako Mermaids, all three seasons, we're just going to have to talk about the canon of mermaids for an episode. We might have to do that eventually.
1: Oh, can we talk about the TV show, Mermaids Are Real?
0: No, no, no. <laughs> the canon of the Mako Island Mermaids
1: mother you said the candidate of mermaids okay so anyway so we find out at the end of this episode Charlotte has all three powers and she thinks she's a super mermaid and at that point she decides that she doesn't need them
0: to tell her what to do even though
1: they're just trying to help
0: her in the next episode she becomes a giant bitch and um she yeah she is a dick to Ronnie (laughs) And she's addicted to Nate, which like I mean, we all want to be addicted to Nate, but she's addicted to the dolphin. So she's afraid of dolphins. She thinks they want to hurt her, and she nearly kills him. So dolphins are cute. And she also like attacks her. Nate because Nate was mean to Louis. But like I understand that be rude to Nate, but also don't almost reveal that you're a mermaid. Yeah, that she's a little bit o- overkill. She doesn't-
1: this is, you know, the, that's what they she gets upset with them about. They're like, you know, you just got to not use your powers in front of other people because you don't want everybody to know you're a mermaid. She doesn't think about it that way. She's like, I've got all these powers. I should just use them, kind of thing. Yeah. She doesn't want them she to She doesn't tell have her, any no, logic. I, I, of course, she hasn't been through what they went through last season when they were captured nope. and almost experimented. She doesn't understand. On, so she doesn't understand that the the problems. If they had been communicative, if she had been nicer to them and listened to them and talked to them, she'd know more about what to expect and what could happen. Yeah. Um, you know, communication isn't key in this show at all. That's the biggest problem. Nobody seems to talk well with each other. Nope. No, they don't. Um
0: nope. Okay, okay. I do like the next one. The birthday party. Lewis's birthday party where Charlotte just, she doesn't know Lewis at all. She basically plans a party for herself. It's very hoity-toity. She wants the, the napkins to be folded like origami. And she plays music from, like, her cousin's orchestra. Like... She <laughs> invites all her best all friends, her friends from her last high school no there who Lewis are all knows. like her. They're all
1: artsy-fartsy rich kids who, you know... Yep. Just They are just they go to a pool party dressed girls, up like they're going to a cocktail party she, at night. She has
0: the girls help her, and then she locks them in a closet. And then Lewis shows up to the party, and he's just... What, and he's bored out of his he's mind. He's wearing his like, typical shorts and t-shirt, and he looks very out of place. And he's just like, what is happening? I don't like this. He's
1: bored. He doesn't know these people. Even when he tries to talk to them, they don't want to talk to
0: him. And Ricky, is, who didn't even know. attempt to go to the party, saves the girls. And... They come over with a party boat. And Lewis is like, fuck yeah, I want this. This is great. It's got the music I like. It's got all my friends. Imagine
1: being Charlotte as her boyfriend and all his friends leave his birthday party. And she's stuck there with all her friends thinking, well, gee, he just destroyed my birthday celebration that I made for him. I love it. She must have been so embarrassed and so miserable, <laughs> but she deserved it because she tortured the girls. She locked them up in a clo- in a garage. She gave him yeah. a birthday party from hell with, with food just, that he would not eat and people he didn't know. And none of his friends were there, except for like Ash and Zane, who aren't really No, Zane wasn't there. Zane was
0: with Emma. Oh, Zane it came was, later. That's right. It was Ash, it was Ash and Ash. Cleo and Emma, but Emma and Cleo got stuck in the, the garage. Well, like I said, they so, were stuck in the
1: closet. He never saw them. Yeah. Until the end. So...
0: So... Then we get to the the last two episodes where it all comes to a head. Where so here's one thing I don't get. Yeah, there, it's almost like there's an episode
1: missing in the middle here. Okay, and this is why I'll say this: at the end of this episode, Cleo, Ricky, Emma, all the guys, the whole gang, are all hanging out on a party boat celebrating Lewis's birthday, and everybody is happy. Mm-hmm. The next episode, they're all like, "We're not talking to each other."
0: Well, the next episode, they're not talking to Charlotte. No, but.
1: The girls say that they're not, he's, because he's still with Charlotte, we're not going to talk to him. They just celebrated his birthday like five seconds ago, yeah. and all of a sudden, because he's still with Charlotte, they're not talking I mean, to him. And then Charlotte tells him not Charlotte, to talk to them. Charlotte
0: becomes really controlling in this episode, and she, for, oh my and God. she gets like overly like, you cannot talk to them. You cannot see Cleo ever again if you're going to be with me. And all of that bullshit. Charlotte, um, fights Cleo. She takes the, the special locket because we have, the girls have their special three lockets that belong to the mermaids from 50 years ago. And Cleo's is Gracie's locket. Of course. So, so she
1: takes it because it belonged to her grandmother. She lies and tells Lewis that she gave it to her. So, of course, Lewis fixes the broken clasp it broke when she pulled it off and fixes the clasp. And she makes sure that Cleo sees him putting it back around her neck.
0: Yep. And Cleo um, gets very upset and she runs away. She swims and she's being hunted by sharks. And your favorite song is played, because it's all very angsty. I mean, was it played in this moment? No,
1: it wasn't. No, but it was played in the moment before this, before she runs away with the sharks. She's at her house.
0: Okay, maybe it was played then.
1: Yeah, because this episode, she goes back to her house, and she's all sad, and she's miserable. And then she's out at the out on the beach before she runs into the water, and she's all sad and miserable.
0: So, Lewis ends up coming in time to save Cleo from the sharks, and... He, he's chosen Cleo over Charlotte. And so Charlotte is going to come back with a vengeance. Because <laughs> now Cleo oh, and yeah. Louis are back together. Oh no. And
1: Charlotte's pissed.
0: And the next full moon coming up is an important one.
1: The next full moon is the big one. This is, this is the 50 year anniversary of when Gracie gave up her powers. Mm-hmm. Um, so no one talks to Grace, I mean, to um, Charlotte about that specific detail. But they try to. She they may tell have heard her from to
0: stay away from the moon pool. They're they like, just warn her. They, they warn her about, because this is her first full moon being a mermaid. They're like, you got to be wary of that. You got to be, you got to stay away from the moon pool because this one is special. It's not going to be good for you. They don't tell her why, but they're still, they're still trying to help her. Like, they're still yeah, They're people. trying to be
1: nice. <laughs> They're trying to be nice. They don't want to be her friend anymore, but they're trying to be nice to warn her so that she doesn't go through any of the crazy shit that they went through.
0: And of course, they're she attacks they them. yeah she attacks them. They're hiding out in Emma's house, of course. Ash is also there because he's like, okay, I've I keep seeing crazy shit. Like Charlotte attacked you guys the other day, and you you fell from midair. I don't know how that happened, but uh. <laughs> So a Charlotte attacks the house. and makes everything
1: that could have water go bananas in the house.
0: And no one like explains any of this shit to Ash out of the later. Sink, water tentacles. it's going crazy. The water tentacles until
1: next season, mother. <laughs> yes, the water. No, but a water tentacle. She makes a big thing of water comes out
0: of the sink like a big but tentacle, it, but and it's then not it a smashes all over the
1: place. Yeah, it's
0: not the water. tentacle.
1: Remember, Ash gets soaked with it.
0: Yeah. So no one explains this shit to Ash. They all go to Mako Island, and they have a little bit of a battle with her. I'm wondering why the heck they, like, so she's attacking them with, like, a bunch of water snakes, and I'm just like, y'all, what? Wh- why are you, like, cowering in fear about this? But they use, the-
1: they use their weather powers and, like, go to just, town. It was just a, lot a weird
0: battle where I'm just like, if this had been better CGI'd, it could have looked better. It's just awkward. Yeah.
1: In the end, though, they use their their storm powers to send her into the water just in time to lose her powers. And
0: no more mermaid. Bye-bye. And I like, I like how they did that scene where they didn't even have to put her in the mermaid tail. Because they just, they keep flashing between her with her legs and then just a random tail not attached to her. And so, it's like, they didn't even have to... They didn't even have to put her in the tail. Yeah.
1: But what we thought was interesting about this episode is how awkward is the ride home after this. I mean, yeah. she's gotta get back somehow, so the only way to get back would be to get in the boat with Lewis. Yeah. Oh. Lewis
0: has to take her home. And then of course the season ends in that awkward scene where um the girls are with all three of the boys, and the boys just kind of like stare at the girls as they're in the bathing suits, they run into the water. And they go off as mermaids and the boys are just like sitting there just staring at the water. <laughs> no. There were two scenes that I wanted to talk about. Oh, okay. The
1: sad scene where Charlotte says goodbye to Lewis. Fi- the final scene where she says goodbye to Lewis says, you know, after yeah, what happened okay. last night. I, don't care. I understand you don't care about me, you don't want to be but if you ever change your mind God knows he's never gonna change his mind. Oh, Charlotte. Give me a call. And then we cut to the scene where Emma finally oh, yeah, shows Ash. She finally
0: tells Ash that she's at, a mermaid. Like 5 seconds before the season ends. And he's like, and we never cool. see either of them again. But the look on his face is like, cool. <laughs> yeah. I would have loved to see more of Emma and Ash with her as a mermaid him knowing. I would have liked to see that dynamic, but we never see it because but, this is the last time we see either of them, so. Yep. Sucks. Sucks a lot. She moves away. Bye-bye. See you later. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> Next time you see
1: her, she's a vampire. No, just kidding.
0: <laughs> she's a vampire and Cleo's a werewolf. That's it. That's how yeah. everything... This, is, uh, this yeah. is the Vampire Diaries, if y'all didn't know.
1: Because they both are on that show. And that's an American show, so they don't get to talk with their really cool Australian accents.
0: No, I think... um, I think uh, Claire Holt has, like, a fake British accent. And Phoebe Tonkin has a fake American accent in that yep. show that's weird anyway so i think we're good here <laughs> if you haven't listened to this show before this is where we talk about um what went wrong in the piece of media that we have discussed and how we try to fix that mother what are your gone wrongs
1: what am i gone wrongs i wanted first of all i would have loved to see miss chatham one more time we know the Miss Chatham's story is here. I think. We know, you know what?
0: Miss Chatham. I feel crazy. like canonically she's supposed to be dead right now. The actress is still alive, but I feel like. But we never hear about her. So I'm going to say. She, she, we never hear about her, though.
1: She just goes to a senior citizen apartment, and the last season she's done. But here's the thing. I'm so we get these away. two seasons. The first season, we get her telling Julia's story. Mm-hmm. This season, we get Max telling Gracie's story. No one ever really tells Miss Chatham's story. Was she just like. The random extra well, throughout her own so she's the mermaid Emma. story. She's the Emma. She's the random extra in her own story. She's the Emma. Did Gracie they... is
0: the Cleo. Um, Julia is the Ricky. The only one we know who gave
1: up their powers was Gracie.
0: Yeah, I think it's in, implied that Louise Chatham still has her powers. Yeah, I'm I'm thinking <clears throat> she's
1: still a mermaid, but it's just it's just sad that we don't ever see her again. We she's mentioned here because we find out that Max knew her, but that's <clears throat> about it. No. that's that's it we never ever you know, get a story see i would have her liked wet. to know if she had a story
0: <laughs> we never see her wet so that's true but also that's not in this season so that's not a gone wrong no um i no, know this is gone wrong because we didn't we didn't we didn't bring her back i know I you mentioned the fact that um mermaids need dishwashers and <laughs> yes, or paper nobody plates. on the
1: show has a dishwasher what's going on with that
0: because <laughs> they keep making cleo try to wash dishes by hand and it's just like, And then they
1: wouldn't let her have the gloves. Why wouldn't they let her have gloves? It's to because wash her, her hands? dad was I pissed. I don't get it.
0: And I understand he was pissed. I know, he's being an ass. But like even if So Cleo was like very distraught in that scene, I would have been distraught just by the fact that like how her dad was acting. I would have cried and ran out. But <laughs> it was it was not great. She wasn't doing well. Uh da da da. What else went wrong? I mean, what went wrong? Oh. they well, you know, it would have been a really
1: boring season, but Cleo should have never dumped Lewis.
0: <laughs> uh, like I said, the fact that we never see Honesty. Ash knowing Emma's secret for more than five seconds. That is wrong. Come on. I I think Ash is cute. We didn't get enough of him. And we don't get I don't think
1: we get enough of Ricky's life. No we, we never don't.
0: Ricky is like the
1: Ricky is like the uh, the Miss Chatham. In this, in this series, because she's, she
0: doesn't get a good background story. Ricky she never is... gets a good background, though.
1: No. She's got a current story, but she never has a background story. She doesn't have a much of a family life. We see her dad twice. We never see the inside of her house. We only see the backyard and the driveway. Yeah. You know what I mean? We never see her life. We just see what happens outside of her life. Yeah. And I think that would be good. That's definitely a gone wrong for the series. The gone wrong is that we lose Emma. This is it.
0: Emma's gone. That too. Emma. Um. Nate's existence. (laughs) Nate should not exist. Fuck Nate. He's like a secondary
1: antagonist throughout the entire series. (laughs) He's just a douche.
0: You don't need him,
1: but he's there. He is just a douche. Add some color of some sort. Not a color I want to see. He's a dick. We hate him. He's an asshole, but he's there. Uh. Oh. Helps us remember that Zane is not always a nice guy.
0: Yeah, that's true. But Zane wasn't actually that bad this entire season. Next season. (laughs) Next season he gets
1: very questionable.
0: Yeah. (laughs) This was actually an okay Zane season. Uh. Charlotte. The whole, like, how mermaid powers work. I've Mm, I don't know how it works. We're gonna, like I said, we might need to do another episode just on mermaid powers.
1: It doesn't make sense how she ends up with three powers. It would it would make sense if she ended up with I don't know a fourth different power, and we'll discuss why next season. Because but, it just um, it
0: implies the fact that if any if just one person goes, they would get all the powers. But the fact it, that it, all three it assumes of them went, that there's only
1: three powers. Yeah. I think, and it's we weird know that the other girls don't develop the, the other powers. We
0: know from Mako Mermaids that there are a lot more powers than mermaids can have. So, well, maybe you have to be a
1: learn them because they're made mermaids. That's they're That's true. Born maybe mermaids, so they have to learn those other powers.
0: Yeah, we just what we need is um, Jonathan M. Schiff. Uh, if you're listening,
1: you should have crossed over the series more. Please
0: make another series and explain mermaids. Just explain <laughs> more of how that works, please. I would love it if, when they
1: did the crossover, it wasn't the last episode of the of the next series, the series about Mako mermaids. They cross over the the born mermaids with the made mermaids. I would have liked it if somewhere in the middle between these two, they had been in the same place at the same time. Because, yeah, when we get to that series eventually, it's well, obvious it, that they had to be in the same place at the same time. Yeah, they were. But we I, never I mean, see at least it's nice that
0: them. like there's like a time skip and everything. And then we see like Ricky being older. We'll get to that, like in years to come. Well, <laughs> there has to be because
1: Ricky technically is older. That series happened like right after. Yeah.
0: Well, I'm just saying we we didn't know until that moment that they weren't happening at the same time.
1: But they would still be real mermaids there at the same time,
0: technically. Or maybe they weren't. Maybe they moved back to Mako. We don't know, Mother. We'll talk about that when we, we get to Mako mermaids. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a gone wrong. Um it's not a gone wrong for mermaids. right now. It's not.
1: It's gone wrong for later. Basically this this series the first two seasons of this series are all about making comparisons to mermaids that were here in the past.
0: Made but mermaids, mermaids yeah, that were mermaids there in the past. that were made, not mermaids that were
1: born. That were made in comparison to them. And the next series we find out other stuff. The next season we find out other stuff about mermaids that we didn't yeah, know. Yeah, next season, season
0: there's also some like more mermaid lore that's also very questionable. I question it a lot, too. I love Bella, but also I have questions. Uh, oh, do we? did you want to mention your whole Charlotte thing before we like so, wrap okay. up?
1: So my first thought when I was thinking about the way Charlotte acts towards Cleo, I kept thinking, well, maybe it's, it's like a, back, a backwards way of her actually having a crush on Cleo. But now I'm thinking maybe it's not that she's got a crush on Cleo, but that she's obsessed with Cleo throughout this entire series. This whole season, she's she's obsessed with it to the point where she wants to be her. Tell me if I'm wrong. She immediately takes a liking to a boy that she knows is Cleo's boyfriend. When they break up, she starts insinuating herself into his life. And she starts lying, pretending that she has things in common with him mm-hmm. to make that relationship happen. Then she tries to show off that she's with him and taunt Cleo mercilessly over it. Then, when she finds out that Cleo is a mermaid, she decides to try to become a mermaid too so she can be just like Cleo, be part of Cleo's group, and thereby insinuating her more into Cleo's life. To me, it seems like, while she may have a crush on Lewis, it's more of an obsession on Cleo. I don't know. Kind of like single white female. Watch the movie. <laughs> okay. She kind of like insinuates herself into life to the point where she's trying to take over her life and become her. That's what it seems like to me. I don't know. If there's anybody out there who disagrees with me or who thinks I could be r- on the right track, let me know. I just think it's like a secondary weird twisted thing that could be going on here.
0: Yeah, I did. So because we were talking about this and your first part of it was just that maybe Charlotte has a crush on Cleo, I, I outsourced this question to um, my friend and our previous guest, Mina, uh, <laughs> who I talked to this about. <laughs> And, uh, they agree with me, the fact that, um, maybe, uh, Charlotte is, like, projecting her attraction for Cleo as attraction to the people that Cleo's attracted to, and she feels competitive and jealous, but actually, she's, she's in love. Oh, I don't know. Maybe. Oh, like I said, that was my first thought, and then I thought, maybe obsession. But maybe, I don't know. Also, uh, Mina tells me that, um, AO3 has no fix about them, and that's very upsetting. So... (laughs) <laughs> so the fan club doesn't have any interest so the fans don't not have any interest in charlotte and cleo being a thing i don't know that's mm. sad
1: maybe they just don't analyze it or see it the same way maybe we do. like don't. i said i don't know if it's oh. a romantic thing i'm thinking it's more of an obsession want to be you kind of thing at this point point. and it makes sense i mean again follow the trail wanting to be her date her boyfriend wanting to hang out with her friends and then wanting to be just like her Mm-hmm. And then better than her, even being her, but only a better version of her by saying, I'm a super mermaid, I can do it all. You know what I mean? Potentially. Tell us what you think. Write some comments. Email us. Whatever you'd like to do. We Should would love I... to hear from people. <laughs> Should
0: I tell people where they can find us then? Okay. Sure. So you guys can uh, follow the podcast. We're at Fandoms Gone Wrong Pod on Instagram and Facebook, we're at Fandom Gone Wrong on Twitter. We have an email, pod at gmail.com. Talk to us about your H2O theories. Uh, do, 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 do. I'm forgetting the outro and everything. Uh, what else do you do? Uh, you guys can follow me. Typically, I'm at GreenPixie12, most places on the internet, except for Twitter, where I'm at GreenPixie123. I sometimes do YouTube, where I'm at Charlie Mac. that's M-A-C-K. I have another podcast. It's called Of the Eldest Gods, where me and my friend Taylor go through the Percy Jackson series and other Rick Riordan books one chapter at a time. Mother, where can people find you? Um, And your one thing.
1: (laughs) My only public page is, I'm sorry, my business. It's Travel Planning by Carrie on Instagram. Yeah, she's a travel agent. Go talk to her. So. You know, if you have any interest in Harry Potter, like our Harry Potter podcast, we've done a few of so far, you know, and you want to go see him. Or if you Universal, like Disney. Hey. Yep. I plan Disney. Didn't, didn't Disneyland just reopen? Disneyland is reopened. Yeah. Yeah. It's starting. It, the, the world wear is starting mask. to come back now that we get vaccinated. Yay. Get wear vaccinated.
0: Your wear your mask. Wash your hands. Do all that shit. Yep. Yeah.
1: <laughs> is that it for now? Uh, or are you going to plug our next one?
0: Yeah, I was just like, what do I, what do I say here? Oh yeah, what, are, what are we talking about? <laughs> what are we doing next? What are we doing next? Um, next time we're gonna be talking about a certain musical. It might have just come onto Disney Plus. It's from the '90s. It's got Brandy and Whitney Houston. I don't know what do. You, what oh, do you... Cinderella. Yeah, our favorite version, the best version of Cinderella. Rogers and Hammerstein. Oh, I get Signs. to watch
1: it and sing all the songs. Yes, Yay. we're, we're going to sing, sing them. Can the I sing them on the podcast? No, you cannot. I'm going <laughs> to sing them on the podcast.
0: I can't. You poor we people. can't sing them on the podcast.
1: <laughs> Just like if we do Beauty and the Beast, I will sing those too.
0: <laughs> okay, but you know what the next episode after Roger and Hammerstines is? <laughs> Spoilers.
1: <gasps> Spoilers.
0: Um, yeah. And. And we might be having another guest on for the next episode. Woo! Fun stuff. Sounds good. Okay. We love you. Yes. We love you, awesome nerds. Goodbye. See ya.